This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. One of the things that we have been teaching is on the vision of God, the vision that God has given this church. And the vision statement for this church is that God has prepared us and got us ready. And one of the things that God is doing is getting us ready. And God wants us wants to uh, wants us to hear the word of God. Pardon me. Wants us to hear the word of God, which will in turn get on it. When we get the word on the inside of us, the word will make us faithful. Come on. Fruitful and fulfilled. Now, we still in this area of being fulfilled because it's the will of God for you to be fulfilled. And I believe today, even what we're teaching on today, is going to help you get to a place to understand what God has for you. Somebody say amen. amen. A lot of times we don't walk into the things that God has because sometimes we, we walk around in ignorance. And sometimes not only in ignorance, we reject the very thing that God says that we should have. We, we don't have it because we reject it. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, I want to show you something today that God has given me, and I've just been homing in on this, and uh, it's so much to what I'm going to teach today that I know I ain't going to give to you all. Somebody say amen. And I realize that I can't teach it all, but we're going we're gonna to do our best to allow the Spirit of God to give you what he desires. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is uh, called covenant. Covenant. You heard me talk about it before, but we're going to talk some more about it. Covenant. Covenant. Now, God functions. There is two things I want you to know before we start or while we're getting going is that God functions by order and by covenant. God functions by order and by covenant. You can see a lot of scripture today. I know I ain't going to get to all of them, but we're going to look at it. God functions by order. So God always does things how? In order. Hunt your neighbor say, God does things in order. All right. And God does things by covenant. All right. A covenant, we said, is a pledge, a promise, a, or a vow between two or more parties to carry out terms agreed upon. It is a, a covenant is a pledge, a promise, or a vow between two or more parties to carry out terms agreed upon. It is similar, we said, to a contract, but a covenant is much more binding. A covenant, listen to my heart, a covenant is much more binding than a contract. One of the covenants that we see in the Word of God, there are so many covenants that are in the Word of God that we have to understand that uh, some covenants are for us and some, some covenants we go... Uh, you know, I don't know if that's you. You can say that one's not for us. Now, watch this. There are two types of covenants, two types of covenants. Listen to my heart. Two types of covenants. There is an unconditional. And it, and there is a conditional covenant. There's an unconditional and a conditional a conditional covenant is an art, is an agreement that is binding. Listen to this on both parties for its fulfillment. A conditional a conditional co- covenant is binding on both parties, 
Both parties have to carry out this covenant for it to be what it says it's going to be. Amen. Secondly, or next, our unconditional covenant, listen to this, is a covenant, is an agreement by two parties, but only one, listen to this, this is critical, only one of those parties have to carry it out. An unconditional is a, an agreement between two parties, but only one of the two parties has to do something. Nothing is required of the other party. You got to get this early because, see, that's powerful for where you're going. See, because really in life, when you're talking about covenant, you have to read the Bible thinking about covenant. If you're not thinking about covenant when you're reading the Bible, you're missing a whole lot of stuff. Are y'all listening to my heart? If you're reading it, let me say it again. If you're reading the Bible without understanding your covenant and understanding covenant, you're missing a lot of what God has for you. Somebody say amen. All right. A covenant is an agreement. Again, it comes back to that place of being an agreement to two parties. And a covenant. Now, here's the thing that people miss is that a covenant is spiritual binding agreement by which God promises to do things for man. At the end result of all this. When we talk about the covenant of God and we're talking about God and his covenants, usually it is God who is making a spiritual agreement that is binding to to us. That promises when God makes a promise, he keeps it. Somebody say amen. Amen. There are certain things that I need to know about my covenant with God. And number one is this. My understanding of the covenant of the covenant world will cause us to prevail against all odds. I'll say it again. My understanding of the covenant world will cause me to prevail against all odds. When I know what the covenant says, I will prevail. I can't have faith for that which I don't know. All right. Number two, it becomes a, these certain things I got to know about my covenant, it becomes a anchor to our minds and our soul. When I start focusing on the covenant of God and the things of God, it becomes an anchor in my mind. It becomes an anchor in my soul. It becomes easy to put in remembrance. The Bible says to tell, put God in remembrance. It becomes easy to put God in remembrance of what he says because God is a covenant keeping God. Are you listening? And because God is a covenant keeping God, you should be a covenant keeper also. Hunt your neighbor and say, I am. I am. Come on, say it because it, it seems like you're lethargic. Say, I am, I am. A, covenant keeper. a covenant keeper. Amen. See, because if you're a covenant keeper and, and if you understand what God is doing, man, you're going to walk into something. You're going to walk into a whole different arena. I'm going to show you some things today that it to me, it just makes you go, wow, God is awesome. Somebody say amen. If you never saw or knew that God is awesome after the day, you will go, wow. In spite of you, God blesses you. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. In spite of you not being able to keep the covenant, God knew some of you wouldn't hold true to the covenant. So he said, I'll I'll swear I'll do this thing by myself. And you know what that is actually saying? He's saying, I'm going to do it this way so you don't mess it up. 
See, because without God, listen to my heart, without God, we will always try to find out another way to try to get to God. We'll try to figure out another way to make our righteousness righteous when God said only his righteousness is righteous. It's the same thing. Hold this. It's the same thing that happened in the garden. Look at it. Adam and Eve. Watch this. Okay, can we go there real quick? Adam and well, I'll show. Go to Genesis 3. Glory to God. I got to show you something. Oh, I made you hold that, didn't I? Glory to God. Amen. Genesis 3. Look at this. I want to show you this. This is why you have to understand that God says, no, I got to do something. This covenant thing started a long time ago. There are certain things that also with Cain and Abel. Yes, they yes, he didn't give the right offering, but there's something else hidden in within that. One gave a different type of offering. All right, watch this. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. And he said unto the woman, Yea, God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now watch this quickly. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Keep going. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, you shall not eat of that, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. You know that, right? All right, watch this. Watch this. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. He lied, right? Keep going. Keep going. For God doth not know that in the, for God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Keep going. And when the woman saw the tree was good for food, I'm trying to get down to my place for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. Men, you need to stand up. Somebody say amen. Amen. When unrighteousness presents itself, you being the man should say no. All right. And the eyes of them were both open and they watch this. Do you see this? Look what he says. And now they're going to fix up their own self and their eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed. What did they do? They covering themselves with their idea of covering. And God said, that's not my idea of covering. You're going to see later on. We're going to keep reading. He's going to come along and say, take he's going to take off what they got. Why? Because, see, your idea of covering, I got to cover you so I can't see this mess. And this eyes of them were both open and they knew that they were naked. They sewed fig. I'm out of my relationship with God. Sewed figs leaves together and made themselves apron. Watch this. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. People are still hiding. Remember I told you that? People are still hiding in trees. Drugs are trees. Reefer is trees. Grapes, tree. Did y'all catch it? Grapes. What comes out of grapes? Trees. And so you can't hide in the trees because he sees you there too. Somebody say amen. I cannot hide in the tree. Are y'all listening to my heart? 
You can't hide hide in a tree. That's why God said, see, those things are not designed for you to hide in. They aren't even they're not even designed to hold you. Amen. Who the son sets free is free indeed. You have lordship over this. Somebody say amen. 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 And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? Now, God wasn't calling. I got this is not our sermon today, but God is not calling to try to find him. God really trying to make him up, wake him up. What is Adam? Notice he didn't call Eve. Because who did he give the word to? Watch this. And he said, I heard that voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. But I thought you sewn on some figs. All right, let's go home. And he said, he knew he was out of relationship. And he said, who told you that you was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree? Wherefore I commanded thee, thou shouldest not eat. Watch this, keep going. And the man said, the woman, blame is not the way of the Lord. (laughs) On Father's Day, take ownership. Hallelujah. Ownership. Ownership. Own it. I've had to do that with my children because I have not said and done everything right. And so sometimes I got to own that. There have been times I had to own it. But as a child, you should own it, too. Amen. And the man said, the woman thou gavest me to be with me. She gave me of the tree and I did eat. Amen. That's the first thing that people do when they're called in it is. I got it, it was mama. It was the way I was brought up. It was that that and we dealt with this on Friday night. You know, it was that uh, uh, I was molested. We blame everything but the person who did it. You. Somebody say amen. Amen. (laughs) They blame they blame that man for shooting 50 people. You walking in the spirit, you know, amen. And the Lord, <laughs> there's more hidden that they're not. And God said unto the woman, you can, what is this? that I'm going to leave that alone. Corruption is high. I just throw a little seed. There's a reason why they didn't do ballistics on everything, on everybody, and checked out everything. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou, you got to pay attention and listen, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all the cattle and above all, every beast of the field upon thy belly shall thou go. That's why we don't like snakes today. And dust, yeah. you know, my daughter said this, I think it was my daughter said this, man, wouldn't you hate to see what a snake looked like? Before he got hit to the belly. He must have been a hideous creature then. Glory to God. Beasts of fear upon them. You know, belly shalt thou go and dust shalt thou eat all the days of their life. Amen. 
and I will put enmity, look at this, between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and thy seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Watch this, watch this, God changes. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception, and sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Amen. Next verse. And unto Adam, he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of my wife, of thy wife, of thy wife. Amen. Did y'all see something? What did y'all just see? What did God call a wife? And then he called Eve the wife. He didn't get it twisted. And has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. I'll hit that in a minute. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days of your life. Keep going. Thorns also thistles shall it bring forth thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Watch this. Here we're coming. In, in the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread till thou return to the ground, for out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and dust unto dust shalt thou return. Next verse. And Adam called his wife named Eve because she was the mother of all living. Next verse. Keep going. Unto Adam, underline that. How did they dress themselves? With figs. See, because they had their standard. And then God comes in. Now watch this. In order to cover them, he had to sacrifice something. He was teaching us in the beginning that in order to cover sin, sin always will need a sacrifice. Powerful. First blood covenant. First blood covenant because the blood covenant is powerful. It's a powerful thing. And see, you can't walk in, even you, and we're not going to get there today, but even you can't walk into the things that God has until you go through the blood. Are you with me? See, because the Bible even said without the shedding of the blood. See, it's the blood covenant that gives you life. I'm going to, man, through this series, I don't know if it's going to be two or three, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you some things, even about Saturday worship, that's going to mess with you. Because if you're going to keep the law, you've got to keep the whole law. And see, then you rectify and you say the new covenant, listen, that the new covenant is still in existence. When God said, no, I came, Jesus came to fulfill the old covenant. And because he fulfilled it. Okay, praise him. All right. That's later. Unto Adam also and unto his wife did the Lord God make coats of what? Where did he get that skin from? He had to shed the blood. He had to find a sacrifice. And someone sacrificed to cover. Are y'all listening to me? All right. All right. Where am I? Oh, yeah. Glory to God. Is God good? Y'all understand this today. I want you to understand this because you're moving into this covenant and you're moving into understanding the covenant that God has. Somebody say amen. amen. You know, write this down. Things that you need to know about your covenant were still there. Number three, we were at it's a tremendous, a tremendous amount of faith will begin to soar when I understand my covenant. 
my faith will begin to take off when I understand my, my covenant. When I understand this covenant thing. Number four, number five, number four, doubt will not, not be able to penetrate my mind. I don't know about you, but I, I, the more I learn about the covenant, the more I know about the covenant, it becomes harder. And you have to understand that it will become harder for you to doubt God. Somebody say amen. amen. There are three keys to walking in this covenant. Three keys to walking in the covenant. Y'all ready? We're going to move fast. Three keys. Number one, you must be a spiritual Israelite. And I know you said, what is that? I'll put it in simple terms. You must be born again. The only way that you can walk into the covenant of what God has, you have to be born again. You can't walk into the covenant of God not knowing God. Somebody say amen. God made a covenant with an Israelite. And the Israelite he made it with was Abraham. And because of Abraham, he says, you who believe in Christ are Abraham's seed. You've been grafted in spiritually. Somebody say amen. We're going to read that. All right. Secondly, I must know, I must have knowledge I must have knowledge of the covenant in order to reap the benefits. I have to have knowledge of the covenant. And I want want to show you something. Uh, Or write this down. Write this down. To know and not do is not knowing. I'll say it again. To know and not do is not knowing. Being ignorant of your covenant with God leaves you without hope and without God. Turn with me to Ephesians 2 and 11, please. Ephesians 2 and 11. When you don't know your covenant, it will cost you. Wherefore, remember that you being in the time past, Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. Next verse. That at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from common from commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the everybody stand up. Y'all right? All right. And strange, she was trying, she was trying. <laughs> and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. Look at this. Do y'all see that? And he says, and strangers from where? The covenants of what? Promise. Having what? No hope. So when I don't have the covenants or when I don't understand them, I have what? No hope. And without God in the world. All right, you can be seated. All right. Touch your neighbor and say, hang in there, hang in there. He ain't going to be all night. Glory to God. He just started. 
Understand, write this down, write this down. Understanding covenant details is the key to receiving your abundance. Ignorance of your, of, ignorance of your covenant rights limits God. Or I don't want to say limits God, it limits the God in your life. The degree which you receive the covenant information and covenant things about the covenant will be to the, to the degree that you also receive manifestation. If you want to get manifestation, you've got to walk in this thing called the covenant. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three. You must believe God will do what he said. To believe God and not to when we say believe God's going to do, we got to believe that God to believe God and not obey him is not to believe in him. Are y'all listening to me? If I say I believe God, then I must. Pardon me, y'all. I must. I must confess who he is and I must believe in what he says he's going to do. If he made a covenant, now I'm going to show you this now. If he made a covenant, we know God isn't a liar. Like I said, there are certain type of covenants. Now, let's look at God. Let's turn with me. Watch this. Turn with me to, uh, turn with me to uh, Genesis chapter 9. God backs up what he says. All right? Now, I'm about to give you a bunch of scriptures, so hold on. God backs up what he says. God backs up what he says. And God blessed Noah and his sons. And he said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Y'all see that? Keep going, please. And the fear of you and the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea unto your hand are they delivered. Next verse. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Even as the green herb have I given you all things. Now, next week, we're going to talk about certain laws that God had in place. But again, I'm going to show you old covenant versus new covenant. Somebody say amen. All right. Next verse, please. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall you not eat. Next verse. And surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hands of every beast will I require. And let's keep going down. Go on down. I want to show you something. Go ahead. Oh, go back. There we go. And behold, ninth verse. And behold, I establish my what? With who? And who? Your seed. All right. This is called the Noahic covenant. Look what he says. I want to show you something. God is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. I'm giving you the Noahic covenant first because we're going to talk about certain covenants. I'm going to show you this covenant first. Then we're going to flip over and show you another covenant. But before we show you that, let's look at this so that you can understand God. Amen. Look what he says. And behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your after you watch this keep going 
and with every living creature that is with you of the fowl of the cattle and every beast of the earth with you from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. Next, next verse, please. At the last scripture. And God said. And God said, this is the token of the covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Look at this. God said, now watch this. God just made a covenant. Now, the covenant is backed up on his word. And his promises. We got to see that. So God is saying something. Watch this. Next verse. And God says this. I do set my bow. Now, what is he saying? I set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of covenant between me and the earth. I don't care how many people paint the color rainbow. Are you listening to me? The rainbow was never designed for something perverse. And uh, children of God, listen to my heart. You cannot take that which God has made for us as a covenant to show us himself and use for something wicked. There will be payback for that. Are you with me? You can take it and use it for what you want, but it's still he's the one. Now, has anybody ever asked where did it come from? Where did the purple on the outside come from? Why is the rainbow like it is? God's trying to tell you something. He's saying, I made a covenant. Now, when we look at the rainbow from up from where we see it, we see it half. But the higher you go up, you see it's a whole bow. Because God said, I want everybody to see what I promised. I've covenanted this thing. This isn't something that represents something sick that has happened in society. Are y'all listening to my heart? You got to understand this because the bow isn't for that reason. And, you know, we should be able to fly the bow. The bow never was meant for unrighteousness. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You know, glory to God. Society has, has really tripped. I'm telling you, it, when did it stop being about people? The, the other folk have been killed, ha, have been murdered, and we're not making as much noise. What's wrong with that picture? Are y'all listening to me? We're pushing forward sin as though it's okay. The righteous have a right to speak what God's word says. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. I'm telling you what the word of God says. If you have a problem, it is not with me. It is with God. Are y'all listening to me? Amen. Teach your children what the bow really stands for. It's sad that we've come to a generation that when you ride into a neighborhood, you can ride into a neighborhood that all the colors are made and you go, oh, this is. Their neighborhood, when really it should go, oh, this is God. Somebody say amen. Amen. Be woe unto you who call evil good and good evil. 
Isaiah 5. Look what the Bible says. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. So God says, I'm putting this out there and it shall come to pass. Watch this real quick. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And every one of us who have been alive so far, I believe we've seen the bow. And then look, God said, whenever. Now watch this. You got to catch what he just said. He said, look at this. And I will remember my covenant, which is, he said, I'm putting this bow here for you. But every time it shows itself, I will remember my covenant between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. Now, isn't that awesome that God says to us to put us in remembrance of his word? So that we're reminded of the covenant. He's like, yeah, that's my covenant. It isn't really. Can I can I tell you a little secret? It really isn't about God to remember because the Bible says he slumbers nor sleeps. It really is for our behalf. That we understand what we what is ours. Somebody say amen to that.